Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I'm Frederick along with Keyshawn. Yes, exactly. He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm just really Frederick Coleman. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU. Always love to have you join the talk, join the conversation at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And always love when Keyshawn takes us behind the scenes because a guy that played in the NFL has a Super Bowl ring. It's always cool to hear his perspective. And when we talk about Damian Lillard, and we were talking about this yesterday, Key, in terms of loyalty, having its benefits, but in modern basketball, it may not be a benefit for Damian Lillard. And you even mentioned to us that I never played the game worrying about money because I wanted to win a championship. And if I won a championship, then everything else was going to follow. That's kind of the dilemma that people throw at the feet of Damian Lillard. Even though last night he was out of his mind scoring 71 points, 13 three-pointers. I guarantee there are plenty of people saying, why can't he be doing that for somebody that has a great chance of winning a championship? Well, see, let me first of all, first off, correct you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I never said I didn't worry about money. What I said <laughs> was. playing. To my playing. Once I got the money, you know, then you look at it a little bit different. He's gotten the money nine times over. And so when you talk about his greatness as a basketball player, you know, chasing the money for him is not – is he going to get the 40 to $50 million, whatever he's making, anywhere he ever plays? I don't ever think that he'll win a championship in Portland, not because of him, but because of the city, the region, the, the team, the organization. And when you Dane Willard, at some point, you've got to be able to say before it's too late, I want to win a chip. But I already realized that I can't do it in Portland because I can't attract the help, and it's just not me. It's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Everybody has major help that wins an NBA title. Everybody. I don't know one individual. You say, well, uh, uh, Kawhi did it in Toronto. No, Kawhi had help. He did have help. Ka- Kawhi had other all-stars on his team. Okay, let's, let's not forget about that. And, and so, in the end, Dame deserves to have an opportunity to win a championship. So, that's why I don't want to see him just stuck in Portland mm-hmm. throughout the rest of his career. It's too late to be moved now. I mean, he's got, a, you know, what, he got 20, 21 games left. So, it's too late. I just want to see him go to somewhere where he has an opportunity to win a championship. Because at the end, what you what you really want to do is you want to win chips. I don't care if it's uh, James Harden. Dame Lillard, Westbrook, CP3, all of these guys that are Hall of Famers or greatness, none of them have championships. And that's that part of it is important when you've accomplished everything else. Damon Lillard talked about 71 points last night. We'll get back to in terms of why it hasn't happened for him, trying to stay important, not going anywhere else. After what you hear what he said last night about reflecting on his hard work paying off and not just last night scoring 71 points and knocking down 13 three-pointers. There's so many things that go on, you know, um, within the team, within a game, within a season that, you know, it's a, a million words for it. You know, there's a lot of ways to describe it. There's a lot of things that go into it. There's a lot of... Uh, I would say pain, a lot of work, you know, a a lot of things go into everything that happens. And everybody feels a different way about, you know, what's happening, you know, what they see. And I would say that that's art. 
He also said about a different way about feeling what he's been able to do in Portland on the Point Forward podcast. He said they'll never give him credit for what he's done. He also added, and I quote, they better pray that I don't win a championship in Portland, end quote. He's made his lot. He let everybody know that at this point right now, I'm staying here, and I believe I can get it done in Portland. The problem with that is, as much as that loyalty is a great thing, as great as Damian Lillard has been when it comes to that key, he's not somebody at least that people want to pair up with and say, you know what, I'm going to go to Portland to play with that guy. Guys say that about Steph, that they'll go to Golden State, take less money to play with him. You're going to continue to see that, in my opinion, with Milwaukee, with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Same situation with Boston. You hope that's going to happen in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid. But when it comes to Damian Lillard in Portland, there are a lot of guys that say, I love Dame. I'm not going to sign up for that with him to try to do that and help him in Portland. Well, I, you know, okay, so when you talk about Steph, if you put Dame in L.A. with the Clippers, I'll just use the Clippers. I don't want to talk about the Lakers. Okay. In, in, for the in, first time. Okay, we can put him in L.A. with the Lakers. But if you put him in, <laughs> you put him in L.A. with the Clippers, he can get players to come play with him because it ain't him. Right. It's in. It's where it's he is in L.A. It's the region. It's the yep. city. Mm-hmm. It's not Dame Lillard. Okay. When you talk about Milwaukee and Giannis, there's nobody running. P.J. Tucker went there, but there's nobody running in Milwaukee. But the like, guys. But the guys they traded for, Drew Holiday, Brooke they Lopez. They traded for them. But they were able to sell the, them saying, you can play with this guy. But and they, they traded. They, they didn't have an out. They had to go and play with Giannis. Portland hasn't traded for anybody that makes sense. Okay, CJ was there. They went as far as they could together. But, but there's no – he's not getting Kevin Durant, so to speak. It's not happening. No. I Kevin agree. Durant would rather be in Phoenix than Portland. He would play with Dame in a heartbeat, but not in Portland. The problem is Portland, and, and I'm not. And look, I'm not gonna poo-poo the Trailblazer or Portland, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But when Portland won their championship, it was Bill Walton. Them, he was drafted there. It's a totally different situation when you are drafted somewhere. You talk about. Steph Curry, Steph is in California and in Oakland, which is San Francisco, Oakland, same thing to me. Cross the bridge. It's San Francisco. It's a different, different feel than, let's say, Portland. And I think for Dame, the demise of him having a real opportunity really is the organization in the city it's placed in. If it was possibly in Seattle, that might be a different situation. If Portland was in yeah. Seattle opposed to Portland. Okay. It would probably players would be like, okay, cool, because Seattle is a better place than Portland, even though it's close to each other from a regional standpoint. That's fair. Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman together, and Keyshawn Jalen and Max on ESPN Radio. Here's something else. When you said that about Portland and the organization, something popped in my head because we've talked about this, you and me, and also with Jaywell and other people. If you're in the middle, you're going to be nowhere, no matter where you are, NBA, NFL, et cetera. Because of his greatness, they've always been good, but not good enough. Or they haven't been bad enough where they can pick near the top of the draft and get that Anthony Edwards that can help them or somebody along those lines. They've always drafted where you get – they lucked out and got a C.J. McCollum. Nobody thought he was going to be that good coming out of Lehigh, and he was a perfect Batman and Robin to yes. go with Damian Lillard. But because they've never been bad enough to get a top-flight draft choice or good enough to contend where you can add that free agent – They've been in the middle because Damon's been terrific in the regular season. He's been terrific in the playoffs. 
but he's had not enough around him where they can get that player to say, if we get that guy, draft that guy, we can make that jump and not just get to the only Western Conference Finals that he's only played in once his NBA career back in 2019. Think, think about it. They could have packaged some stuff up to go. If they had some stuff, they could have packaged some stuff up to go to an, go get an AD instead of the Lakers. AD wouldn't have wanted to go to Portland. Yeah, he, would have, he would have beat. He was basically in Portland in New Orleans, essentially. <laughs> at the end of the day, so he said, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm cool. I can go to LA though." Even though they were trying to ship him to Boston, he was like, "No, nah, I don't want to mess with Boston. I want to go to LA." And so that's where, because of Damon's loyalty, and it sets in, and he he wants to finish what he started in Portland. He may never win a championship if he stays in Portland, even though he's great, even though he's a Hall of Famer and everything, because he's the long ranger and can't get the help that he needs to come out of the West, it may never happen. Been in Colorado wants to weigh in at triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Ben, welcome to Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max. What you got? the show hey i'm just kind of i don't know i'm a little tired of the well let's see who we pair up with with lebron i mean i'm i'm a i'm a east la native even though i live in denver now but i mean i I'm, i go back to alden campbell van exo Eddie jones all those guys and then shaq and kobe and all that and true laker fans i believe don't want lebron there anymore we want we want him out we want to start young so the true Laker fans could go back to being Laker fans. I mean, it was it was Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Uh, LeBron James will never surpass Kobe Bryant ever, ever. He has four four championships. One was in a bubble. Didn't really count. Keyshawn knows this. Now he's an athlete, so he might not say it. But I think Keyshawn deep down knows he's not a true Laker. He never will be. We'll see, man. <laughs> if you listen to the show every day. One of the things that I say is LeBron is a lease, and we continue to renew the lease. <laughs> it, that's what we do, and he's great, and we appreciate the one championship because he delivered like he said he would. Right. But for him to be a a, a long tenured Laker, he's got to continue to keep playing in the Laker uniform because most of his damage was done either in Miami or Cleveland. And 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 it's not it's not that we don't want LeBron. Of course we want LeBron. Who the hell wouldn't want a LeBron James? Thank you. I mean, you got to be out of your damn mind to not want LeBron. But <laughs> because his play in L.A. has had mixed feelings about it over the last five years that he's been here, we say to ourselves, okay, what is this really? He's he, no, he can never replace Kobe Bryant as a Laker, nor. Is he trying to? Thank you. He could never replace Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, even though he won the scoring title. Not he is not trying to do that. All he's simply trying to do is win another championship. Now you say send him packing. No, we're not going to send him packing. What we're going to do is we're going to try to get somebody else right. to go along with him in AD and win another championship. Here's the deal with LeBron James, and people need to recognize this, especially Laker fans. For every LeBron James, every Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, every Will Chamberlain, they were players that were great somewhere else and became Lakers. Not everybody that the Lakers had as great players automatically started with the organization, like a Kobe Bryant or a Jerry West. Even Shaquille O'Neal, his formative years in the NBA, was part of the Orlando Magic before he really made his name as a Los Angeles Laker. 
there's a reason why that people want to go there. It's because of that organization. It's because of the city and because of the story franchise that they've been. Same thing to Boston Celtics. Plenty of guys still want to go there, and guys want to go there and play now with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown there. Like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to I, go play in Boston. That, that's get, a whole other story. Right, that's a whole that's a city thing. That's a, that's a that's an experience thing. I get that. I understand that. But because the organization, the way that they are, they've been a story franchise because players always wanted to go to play there with Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and those guys back in the 80s and even before that, Bill Russell. It's the same thing with the Lakers. I'm not going to punish a Lakers organization or a Lakers city because guys want to go play there because of the past. To me, that's just silly to do that. So real Laker fans want their team to do what? Win real championships. They don't care how they get it. Bubble-wise, bubble-licious, whatever that is. So to me, that's a tired misnomer. They say real Laker fans. Real Laker fans want their team to matter. And when the team matters, you know what makes it better? It makes the NBA better when it's all said and done. I'm Freddie Fitzpatrick alone. Um, no, you, 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 you're right, you know, Fred. No, I'm lying. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we, we just want to win championships. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, LeBron is trying to get his second. If he gets his second. Absolutely. Then, and you mentioned some of the other players. Well, Kareem played for the Lakers 20 damn years. So, even though he played and started in Milwaukee and he won his chip, his first chip in Milwaukee, it's like I don't even remember. You have to bring that, and his name was different. You have to bring that to my attention for me to even talk about the Bucks and Kareem. I get it. I understand that. But Laker fans, they want real championships. That's real Laker fans. I'm, I'm a New York Knicks fan. My team hasn't won a championship. Or you. Yeah, I know. They haven't won a championship since gas was free in this country. So I don't want to hear anything about real Laker fans when you've got more championships since my team last won one in 1973. Speaking of the Lakers here, Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max, Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman together. That biggest comeback of the season against Dallas on Sunday could have a cost going forward. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. It's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. I can't dismiss the possibility that the Los Angeles Lakers could make some noise. The Lakers have a chance. You're always going to give them a chance because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. It's 23 of the most important games of my career 
for a regular season. The Lakers might have to go something like 17-6 and six in order to make up that gap. It's a major challenge ahead. The way the West has looked, I can't dismiss the possibility that the Los Angeles Lakers could make some noise. And I think as these pieces are better pieces than what they had before, I still see this team being, you know, an eight seed who goes out or has an exit in the first round. You're always going to give them a chance because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He is Keyshawn Johnson. Freddie coming in for the guys today. And Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. As Key's warbling there a little bit on a little Luther Vandross here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. So it's Exxon Channel 80, and don't forget about us on ESPNU. So everybody was wondering what kind of Lakers team were we going to see after the trading deadline. So far, the early returns are really good. 3-0, including a 27-point comeback win. The only team to do that in the NBA this year. But, Key, LeBron James suffering a right foot injury late in the third quarter. He said, he, the microphones, excuse me, on the ABC telecast said he was lying on the court after the injury, turning to Lakers bench to tell his team, I heard a pop. After the game, he said this about his injury. It's been better, uh, that's for sure. But um, definitely wasn't uh, going to go to the locker room and not finish the game out tonight. Um, just, you know, understood the importance of the game. And then the momentum that we had, I felt like we could, you know, steal one after being down. But um, we monitor the next couple of days, see how it feels, and go from there. That's concern in that voice when you hear it like that. Because normally LeBron's always going to be on the good ship lollipop. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to work it out. If he has to be really demonstrative, he's going to criticize. That sounded like a concerned guy thinking, man, we finally got it right, and now I have this happening to me. I don't know how long I'm going to be debilitated about this. Yeah, I I mean, I understand that there's reports that they said that he he said I heard a pop. Now, what? I don't know what that means. Me neither. You know, usually if you hear something pop, it's it's probably you break your ankle because, you know, it's it broke and you hurt the pop or it's your knee. Um, in that situation, I don't think it was either. And depending on how long he's out, if you could continue to get the performance of 30 points, 15 boards from Anthony Davis, then you got something until he comes back. Cause mm-hmm. I believe with D'Angelo Russell on the floor and the rest of the company that they have along with Anthony Davis in Vanderbilt, which 15 points, 17 boards and four steals, and play great defense, if you can get that, I think they can kind of hold it together until LeBron gets healthy enough to compete. Because if the Lakers make it to the play-in and into the playoffs, they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. (laughs) They really are. They're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Even in the loaded Western Conference? Because this – think about it. This team, as it's constructed now, if everybody's healthy, might be the better team that LeBron's ever had since he's been in L.A. Even though they won a championship – in the bubble, this team might be a better constructed roster of a team right now. And you know how it is with LeBron in, in roster construction. Whenever he's had players around him that could actually play at the level to keep up with him, he's either gone to the championship or he's won the championship. They got Memphis on the road Tuesday at Oklahoma City on Wednesday, back-to-back. That's never going to be easy because SGSA Julius Alexander is no joke for Oklahoma City. Home versus Minnesota. Minnesota's beat up a little bit. Home versus Golden State. We know they're beat up. And then home versus Memphis before they then play Toronto, then New York, then New Orleans, then Houston, then Dallas. The schedule kind of plays in their favor. 
once they get past Memphis, Oklahoma City, especially where the Grizzlies are trying to get back in the thick of things. So if he's out for, let's say, the next three to four games, you can manage that to your point, Key, about if Anthony Davis continues to play that way because we've seen when Anthony Davis is the dude, he raises everybody else's level. Not LeBron-esque, but just enough, especially when he's doing what he did yesterday where he was the biggest, baddest boy in the court yesterday leading that comeback for the Lakers. Well, as long as he's upright and he's healthy and not falling on the floor, he is going to be the biggest, baddest guy on the floor. I mean, that's just what it is. He played aggressive, and it's not even about the points and the rebounds, but he played aggressive. And whenever you see that aggressiveness out of Anthony Davis, that is what the Lakers bought. That is what they wanted. He becomes a different type of player. For some reason, it seems like to me when he's challenged by uh, an opponent, like really challenged by some opponents that they feel that like they got the guy, mm-hmm. he rises to the occasion. Yeah, because Luka, was, he was giving it to him yesterday. No doubt about that. Kyrie Irving on the other side. And for the first time in a minute, Anthony Davis looked like he said to himself, I'm tired of hearing all this stuff about me. Not saying it's not justified, but he played like, I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to be that guy that I know I can be. And he was just he was just serving it up to the Dallas Mavericks. I know the Dallas Mavericks defense was awful, blowing a 27-point lead. But, Key, you know this. Sometimes when dudes get going, there isn't anything you can do. And once he got going at both ends of the floor, it completely changed the script in that game. And so if he's like that, if he's that Anthony Davis at both ends of the floor, then if you're LeBron James, you can take your time a little bit and make sure you're going to be 100% and completely right. But if that's not going to be the case, the last thing you need if you're the Lakers have LeBron trying to rush back because we still don't know the extent of this injury and how long it's going to keep him out and what he's going to look like when he gets back on the court. Yeah, and I don't think LeBron will put himself in a bad situation trying to rush back. Now, what it, I don't again, I don't know what it is. We don't know what it is because it just happened yesterday, and I'm sure they got to get X-rays and MRIs and all sorts of second and third opinions or what not. Um, let's just hope that it's not an extended injury to the point where he's going to be derailed for the end to the end of the season or something wild like that. But they have a chance, and again, if they somehow figure out how to navigate this play-in playoff thing. They're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Teams don't want to see them. They're not going to want to see them. You look at the West right now. Who, the one seed right now is the, De- Denver. Oh, the Denver Nuggets. That's the mm-hmm. one seed. Make it happen. That's because you're hating on Nikola Jokic nah, because nah, he gets it's, it's it's a expensive boy. For the Lakers. It's, it's not even that. Th- what, what, what AD, what AD going to do to Jokic, though? That's, that's the question. But AD going to abuse MVP, him. Key, we got he going to abuse him. MVP. I don't right? know. That, uh, that abuse him, I don't know right? about all that now. I don't think AD is going to be abusing Jokic. That's going to okay. be that's going to be fifty fifty. It's fine. That's gonna be, okay, that's, since, that's, that's since gonna, I saw it with yeah. my own eyes before. Okay, yeah, that's going to that's there that that's then. This is now. That's going to be EOA. What you mean? Abuse. That's then, and this is now. Jokic is a better player now than when he was back then. That's clearly been proven. As Man, a let me tell you. MVP. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Freddie. Okay. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. Same uniform. Same guy I saw in high school, you the same guy I saw in college, you the same guy I saw in the pros. Ain't no going to change. Nothing. I used to tell DBs that all the time. They come talking. I said, man, you the same guy in high school, the same guy in college, you the same guy in the pros. I don't give a damn. And that's the way AD is going to approach it. We'll see. As my three-year-old cousin Preston likes to say, We'll see if that ever happens. He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Ooh, and Freddie, Keyshawn Freddie, Ooh, Freddie, a Jokic guy. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm just letting you know that it, he ain't gonna be punked like you thought he would. I be. didn't say. I didn't say punk. I, I know you didn't. I'm just I said abused. It out there. 
That's oh, all. Oh, excuse me. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. Big dump truck. Man, oh, please. That dump truck's going to be an MVP again. Speaking of, speaking, of being, speaking of being dumped, is Aaron Rodgers going to dump the Packers for the Jets and really make the Jets a bad organization? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. If the New York Jets don't send a private plane full with unlimited cash straight to Derek Carr and say, come join us right now and be our quarterback, they will be making the biggest mistake of the offseason. Well, I think he's going to end up back in Green Bay when it's all said and done. If I am the Jets, I'm not waiting to see if Carr is going to come to me. I'm going to go make the moves to try and get Aaron Rodgers. The number one spot I'm looking at right now is not the Jets, unfortunately. Right now, it's the Raiders. Da 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 da. Keep flowing. Not get in your way. Do your no, thing. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It does, doesn't it? Keyshawn Johnson, that's him. Freddie Coleman, that's me together. And Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Keyshawn. Insurance. I said key that time on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. So, according to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider, the Bears are looking to move out of the number one pick. They're listening to offers to trade out of the number one spot. So that means that you know who's not going anywhere. But what other quarterback news are out there regarding the NFL? Let's bring in Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst. Did a great job, as always, talking about the NFL. Joining us here in Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. Tim, I'm going to start with the obvious, the elephant in the NFL room. And that is Aaron Rodgers, the Prince of Darkness, now seeing the light, whatever that's going to be. What does your gut tell you about what his future is going to look like in 2023? I mean, what my gut tells me is that if he really sits back and looks at all the scenarios, that staying in Green Bay is probably the best option for him if his goal truly is to win another championship. I feel like the path from the NFC is easier. The path from that division um, is easier. And so and when I look at the talent level of, say, Green Bay versus, like, the Jets or the Raiders – while you can easily say the Jets or the Raiders maybe have better football teams around the quarterback position, I don't think it's so glaring that you can't have success in Green Bay. So, look, I think my gut tells me, and this is kind of how I've felt year after year, is that Green Bay is probably still the best path for Aaron Rodgers to win another championship, and I don't feel any differently about that this season. Tim, and this never really uh, so interesting – this never really um, comes up around the quarterback position. It's more defensive backs, wide receivers, maybe a running back from time to time. But former Jet Hall of Fame uh, defensive lineman Joe Klecko 
said that Aaron Rodgers would be a locker room disaster of a problem mm. if he entered into that locker room. And again, it never comes up around quarterbacks, which is interesting because the first thing it says receivers, DBs, skill position players. Why does he? Why do you think he feels that way about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, you know, seeing his quote, I think you know he talked a little bit about like, hey, here's Garrett Wilson. He had all the success as a rookie, and now, you know, does he want to have his quarterback? Uh, you know, demeaning him, yelling at him the way that we saw Aaron do that last year to some of his young wide receivers. Like, hey, why would Garrett Wilson put up with something like that? And so, like, look, I, I think I, I understand why the comments made. But, Key, I, I would say this, and, and, and you feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Garrett Wilson had a great year this past year. He caught four touchdown passes. Okay, Quarterback play in New York was not great. If Garrett Wilson catches 10 or 12 or 8 touchdown uh, passes next season and Aaron, you know, gets mad at him because he takes a bad angle one time on a corner or a post, you think Garrett's going to be all right with it? Like, I, I just I, – I think that success kind of fixes some of these issues about, uh, hey, this looks bad. Look, Green Bay was struggling. Like, they, they were really having a hard time which is why Aaron seems so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, look, did those guys like it in Green Bay? Probably not, but I also think they probably didn't like it because none of them were really having that much success in the early part and the kind of middle part of the season in Green Bay. Tim Hasselbeck, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Keith. No, I was going to say, no, I wouldn't, have a, I wouldn't have a problem with it all. My quarterback <laughs> corrected me. I, of course, I was like – I would – die to have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I mean, you know. hey, that's the point I'm making. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really. And then in terms of locker room hey, stuff, hey, I don't Fre- forget it. Freddie, Key would have been like this. Get this Hasselbeck bum out of here. Give me somebody <laughs> that's going to give me the football. That, listen, that's what, that's what Key's talking yeah. about. <laughs> my name is Bennett. I'm not getting in the middle of it. Let's put it that way. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter. At T.T. Hasselbeck joining Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn Johnson or Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and also ESPNU. When I say Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, and future Tim, what do you say? Listen, I think, look, I, I think Lamar should want to be in Baltimore. And I get that maybe with how this contract has worked out and how, like, maybe he's, you know, got some hard feelings about it. Maybe the team has some hard feelings about this. I just would say this for to, Lamar Jackson I get that it it appears that you're looking for a fully guaranteed contract I I would just be careful that that's not the goal Lamar Jackson has made 32 million dollars playing quarterback in the NFL it's a lot of money I get it for most people but I I would not walk away from 150 guaranteed I'm uh, so walking 35 like I'd be careful not to do that because here's what I would say you haven't finished the season the past two years. You haven't finished it. You haven't been healthy enough to do it. And they have the ability to franchise you. And so, I, like, look, get as much guaranteed as you can. I hope you get as much as you can guaranteed. But be careful that your goal isn't to have it all guaranteed because you could make way more money than in, in one year than you have over your entire career so far. And so I just think chasing the fully guaranteed thing – because the Browns signed, uh, you know, Watson to a terrible deal, I just feel like that's the ban- That's not the right plan of attack. Well, I, I would disagree with you as far as that goes, Tim. You, you're right. Get as much money as you can. But you're certainly not going to give me 
a hundred. Let's not even let's not even go. Forget um, uh, Deshaun Watson because right there sure. I'm a hundred I'm a hundred million off. But you're not going to offer me sixty million dollars less than Russell Wilson or sixty plus million dollars less than Kyler Murray. You're still sure. so hey, far key, off. Key, 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 I agree with that. I, yeah, I like we're like, not even listen, close. You, you want to do Kyler? Kyler Murray plus a dollar, go like go take that deal is what I'm saying. Take that deal. Yeah, but 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 I also understand Lamar is trying to set a precedent for people that come at the position behind him as well. He's trying to send a message to the National Football League. And if he doesn't do it, then somebody else will certainly try and do it. At the end of the day, he deserves what he deserves. And I understand missing I don't even know if – I have a question mark on whether or not last season's last half of the season games For was sure. really truly him saying screw you or he was really injured to a degree just because of how it played out and he didn't get his money. At the end of the day, they need him more than he needs them. And they've seen them with him and they've seen him without him. Yeah, look, I understand. Look, they are clearly better with him. And I Absolutely. think that the way they've built that the way they've built that team around him, look, they, they kind of need him to, to be there and they need yeah. him to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that. And look, look, maybe it's maybe Joe Burrow's sitting there, you know, next time around and he's trying to figure out, okay, how can I get all this guaranteed? Right. Uh, you know, maybe it's Justin Herbert sitting there being like, Hey, how can I get all this guaranteed? I, I get it, and I do think that we're probably trending to an area where, you know, the top-tier quarterbacks are finding a way to get it, you know, fully guaranteed. I just would say this for Lamar. I, like, the, that's great, and I do think that it, it maybe gets to that point at some point. I would just be very careful you trying to be the one that gets all of that done. Like, Understood. we may be early in that process. You're representing yourself. So, essentially, the Players Association is, is, is helping you navigate this as well. And, look, it, it certainly would look good for DeMar Smith to, to have in his legacy, hey, look, I got guaranteed court, you know, contracts essentially uh, you know, done for the starting quarter, you know, the top-tier starting quarterbacks. That's my legacy. Because if that is if if he doesn't get that done, like what is the what is the thing that he's remembered for? So, I, look, I don't know that that is happening. That may be happening, and I don't know that that's necessarily in the best interest of Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying. You get it, yeah. Awesome. Hey, hey Tim, always a pleasure, brother. And you're not a bum, don't, no matter what Keyshawn thinks about you. I didn't say that. He said that. I didn't call him a bum. I, 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 I'm pretty sure Keys called me a bum on no, TV I once don't before. Don't think so. I don't think that's. The I case didn't at call all. you a bum. I did. Not even close. Thanks a lot, Tim. Talk to you soon, brother. Tim's <laughs> such a bum. <laughs> Here it is, Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst, also former NFL quarterback. Hit him on Twitter, TT Hasselbeck, joining Keyshawn, Jalen Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. And by the way, Keyshawn Johnson warned you guys not too long ago, but you didn't listen, and now you got to hear about it. And that's it. Yeah, here's a hear this from Key from That's all, folks. I'm gonna call you K. You keep it up. <laughs> for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. 
Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So simply just call clickgranger.com or just stop by. James Harris was the first African-American quarterback to begin an NFL season as a starter. In 1969, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills and was seventh on the depth chart to open training camp. But by the beginning of that season, he was named the starter and in 1974 was selected to the Pro Bowl. Black History Always, celebrating Black History Month on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn tried to warn you not too long ago, but you didn't want to listen. So now you're going to have to. On Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, on ESPN Radio, as well as the Fresh ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. According to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider dude, the Chicago Bears have been approached by multiple teams about trading the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft, and Chicago said to be leaning toward moving the pick. It wasn't too long ago, Key, you said on this show, there's no reason for the Chicago Bears to move on from Justin Fields when that became part of the narrative. As it turns out, you're spot on. Really? I mean, really? like, really? Uh, I'm, Adam's doing his job, which is... Oh, yeah. Which is great. And, and Phil does. Yates is doing his job, which is even more great. And they do their stuff. And they, they do their, their thing. But anybody that could see straight know that the Bears are not moving on from Justin Fields to to select Bryce Young at the quarterback spot. It's not, you know, it's Bryce Young is a, a, a nice player and Heisman's and all. I, I get it. I understand it. But when you're talking about the National Football League, man, it's a different. It's just different level. You got a dude in Justin Fields, thick, six three, two mm-hmm. whatever, two forty, two thirty five, sub four three. I mean, outside of Lamar Jackson, he's probably the most dominant running quarterback in the National Football League, and it's just it's ridiculous what it looks like. And he's learning how to throw the football despite not having anybody any pure receivers around him i saw him live in person against the commanders one night at home in chicago and i walked away even though he lost the game i walked away from the game saying damn because he just is a beast he's ridiculous and so chicago needs people around him they need to build just like the eagles did for jalen hurts same he's a bigger he's a little bit bigger than jalen hurts but same sort of skill set same sort of locker room leadership all of those sort of things 
And I think when you look at it, it's it's cute, it's sexy to throw something against the wall and hope it stick. Oh, they should trade this and do that. Yes, that's that's just talking. People just talking. But when you really, again, is watching this and paying attention to it, there was no way in the world that they was getting ready to move on from Justin Fields to draft Bryce Young at the number one spot. Just not going to happen. Even C.J. Stroud, who I like a lot out of Ohio State, and nothing against C.J. Stroud, but not gonna happen. it's not going to happen because you're right, Keith. When you have a guy in Justin Fields who completely never gave up, played every play like it was his last last year, that's a guy that you can build around, not just as a player but also as a person. So if you're not doing your due diligence to put people around him the same way Philadelphia did, where not only you drafted Devontae Smith already, but you got to get an A.J. Brown, you fortify your offensive line, you add running backs to him, and look what happened. You were that close to winning a Super Bowl against Kansas City. And if you don't want to do that for Chicago, then why'd you draft him in the first place? Why'd you well, draft you take, a franchise quarterback if you're not going to put stuff around him? You take some of those assets and you build around them, right? Maybe, maybe you get a couple ones. Maybe you move one of the ones to a team like Cincinnati to try to pry T. Higgins away from him. Then you hmm. got Claypool there. Then I go draft somebody like a, a, a Rasheed Rice from SMU, which is a quiet, sneaky top receiver in this year's draft that's going to teeter on that late first round, second round, high second round pick. You dangle that carrot. Then you, you start to build a little bit more strength on the offensive line. Then you build some character on the defensive side of the ball. Before you know it, two years from now in 2024, you you clicking on all cylinders and you knocking on the door, winning the division, and possibly making a strong run into the playoffs. Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn Jalen Max on ESPN Radio. You mentioned the quarterbacks in this year's draft, whether it's Bryce Young, Alabama, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, Will Levis of Kentucky. But the hot name has become Anthony Richardson of Florida, who reminds me, people try to compare him to a poor man's Cam Newton. That's a guy that reminds me a little bit more of Justin Fields. I want to see him have the ability to improve because there's still some wonkiness in his game. But his athletic ability and the ability to get even better, I understand why that a lot of people believe that maybe he could be part of four quarterbacks going in the top ten of this draft because they love his skill set and what he potentially could bring to the table in Anthony Richardson. Well, he looks great getting off the bus. Um, When you look at his film this year at Florida, it wasn't eye-popping. He had some moments and some games that you can – if you break down the film, you can look at it and you can see some throws and some ability on the run – pulling the ball down and running over defenders and doing some of those things. You can certainly see his size. You can see all those attributes. But he has a huge boom and a huge bust. And there's kind of like no in-between with him. And if you're willing to select him in the middle of the first round somewhere and have him sit behind a veteran quarterback for two, three years, then you may have a guy – that's worth drafting in the middle of the first round. But if you drafted him high as the first overall pick or second overall pick and you expected him to come in and play immediately for you, that's probably not going to be the best-case scenario in certain situations. you got to have the same approach with Anthony Richardson that back then the Houston Oilers became the Tennessee Titans had with Steve McNair, where he sat for a year and a half because he was gifted coming out of Alcorn State, but they wanted to polish him up. And then when he was ready – he stepped in. He was ready to go. To me, Key, no matter who drafts him, that's the approach you got to have Anthony Richardson because you have a potential jewel, but you can really rust it up if you brush, if you rush him out there too quickly. No, you can't. You could you could screw it up. And and I don't think you should play young quarterbacks early unless they're ready anyway. 
I mean, you just shouldn't. Yeah, no doubt about that. Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max. You're going to find why the numbers 15 and 30 have a lot to do with your Major League Baseball. That's next.